0: Hey friends, happy Monday and happy last week of school or first week of break, whatever it is. I hope you're feeling happy today. I am so excited for you. It is December 20th. If you are listening to this episode live and you have arrived, you have survived this first semester of the year. And if this is your first week of winter break, I actually hope that you turn this podcast off. You can listen to it again in January. If you still have a couple days of school, I'm cheering you on. I am so excited that you get some time off because, like I said, you've deserved it. I am going to keep this episode pretty short today because, one, first of all, you are getting ready to go on break. And so I don't want to share any teaching tip or strategy or something that is going to have you thinking about work over the next two weeks. And so rather than talking about something teaching related, I wanted to share just some ideas, some tips, some strategies that will really help you rest and recharge this holiday season when you do take these two weeks off. I know that when I was in the classroom, I would not view my breaks. I would not view winter break as an actual time for me to rest and recharge, but instead I would view it as a chance to like catch up or to do work. And I really think that did me a disservice for many, many years because we do need a break. We do need to rest. And so I wanted to share just some things that I have learned about rest and stepping away from work, you know, both in my journey as a entrepreneur and when I was in the classroom, and I hope that you can take some of these things and apply them over the next couple of weeks to where you really can have a restful and relaxing break. So like I said, it's going to be a short episode and we're not talking about anything teaching. So if that's what you were here for, you'll have to wait and come back in January for that. The first thing that I want you to think about when you are getting ready to step away from work for two weeks is to actually take some time to celebrate all your wins from this year. And I think this is so important to do right now in the middle of the year for a couple of reasons. One, you know, this year I know has been tough. I know it's been overwhelming. I have heard from so many teachers that this year has not gone how they thought it would, and it has been really, really hard. But here's the thing even though this year has been tough, even though this year has been hard, you are amazing. You are fantastic. You are seriously freaking awesome. And First of all, if you are a first-year teacher in my audience, let me just congratulate you on surviving your first semester of teaching. The fact that you, you're you doing it, you are making a difference, you are teaching your students, you are creating those systems and that culture, and you are helping your students fall in love with learning, and this is not an easy time to jump into education. And so if this is your first year, like seriously, you need to celebrate the fact that you have just made it through your first semester. That is a huge accomplishment. And if you are one of my veteran and experienced teachers, then you are seriously amazing. I mean, I am constantly inspired and amazed by the teachers in my audience, especially right now. I mean, if you think about it, you have spent the last three years showing up daily for your students through some of the most difficult circumstances. And I know that you are working relentlessly to help them grow. You know, you've taught through school closures, online learning, you are working through this year, just sort of the unexpected behavior issues and challenges that show up as a result of spending an entire year socially distant. And I know that in spite of all of those circumstances and the stress and the things that keep on getting added to your plate, you are still seeking out best practices. You are still looking for picture book recommendations. You are still asking how to reach students who are reluctant readers and don't like any of the books in your library, you are still doing absolutely everything you can to be a wonderful and amazing teacher for your students. And you seriously need to celebrate it, like take some time and think about all of the wins. And even though this year has been a challenge, and I think, you know, for me, when I was in the classroom, I would tend to focus on all of the things that went wrong rather than the things that went right. And I think it is so important for you to take some time and whether it's on your way to work, At the end of the day on Wednesday, whenever you're leaving or, you know, your first day of break, sit down and spend some time actually writing down the wins and acknowledging just all of the great things that have happened this year. And maybe it's something like you've started small group instruction for the first time. You know, maybe you have gotten your students excited about a specific genre this year that you've never explored in the past, or maybe you're reading more picture books than you ever have before. You know, or maybe it is even a win that is not related to teaching, but the fact that you're able to create more balance and margin in your life and you're not working on weekends anymore, whatever it is, celebrate it, celebrate all of your wins, take some time, write them down, remind yourself of how awesome you are. And I want you to do this for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's important to acknowledge that even in spite of the challenges, there are still great things to celebrate this year. Your students are still learning amazing things. You are still providing your students with wonderful lessons, but I think maybe more importantly, I want you to go into this winter break just with a reminder of how awesome you are. I don't want you to think about the, I don't know, the failures, the things that are hard. You know, I think when we stop, it's kind of like this idea of like gratitude. You know, it's like when you jot down the things that you're grateful for, like that just creates more joy, more happiness. I think it's the same thing. When you sit down and actually acknowledge your wins, you will probably go into break feeling just a lot lighter and happier by focusing on all of the positive. So take some time, celebrate the wins. The next thing I want you to think about doing over the break is leaving the school stress and mess at school. This means that whenever you step away, so if you have already stepped away and you're on break, or if you are stepping away this Wednesday or Thursday, that you literally leave everything school related at school. And like I said, I know teachers can be so incredibly tempted to want to take work home with them over the break. And in your head, maybe you're thinking, you know, this is a chance for me to catch up on grading or Maybe I'm going to come in after Christmas and clean up my room or put up a new bulletin board. Or maybe I'm going to try to get all of my lesson plans done for January. And we think that this time is like extra bonus work time. But all of those things that you feel like you need to do over the winter break, they will still be there for you in January. And even if you get them done, you know, even if you spend the week after Christmas working, you are still going to have things on your to do list. Like the reality of it is, is our to do list is never done. We always have things that we feel like we need to do. And so you might as well actually give yourself the time and the space to step away from work. This is literally like you're on break. You're not supposed to be working. It's not part of your, you know, contract hours. And so actually take advantage of that and you will be a much happier, healthier person if you do not, you know, work over your break and you actually step away. These two weeks really are yours. They are yours to rest, recharge, do whatever it is that you want to do. And I think sometimes we need permission to do that, you know, for whatever reason it is. teachers are overachievers. We're perfectionists. We have the biggest hearts. We are hard workers. And I think because of all of those things, it can feel hard to step away. So if you are one of those people, and this is how I was, if you need permission, if you need someone to tell you that it is okay not to work over the winter break, let me give you that permission. Let me tell you that it is absolutely okay for you not to work. This means that you seriously can leave your computer at school You should set up an autoresponder on your email saying that you will not be checking or responding to email over winter break until you get back. If you actually have your email on your phone, you should delete it. So that way you're not getting any notifications from school about whatever it is, like deadlines or to-do lists or PD schedules or whatever it is. Seriously, try to separate as much as you can from this idea of work. You know, if you were planning on taking a stack of paper homes to be graded, they can be graded when you get back. You know, you don't have to take them home with you. And so I really would encourage you to leave all of your school items, computer included, which I know is a tall ask, leave it at school during the break. And, you know, I think by creating this actual physical space between your school work, your computer, your email, like not having that stuff physically with you, It can also just create some emotional and mental space as well. You know, this is how I was. It's like if I take a stack of papers home or my teacher bag and it was full of stuff and it was home with me, it would sort of haunt me during the entire break because I was like, oh, I brought this stuff home. I should actually sit down and work on it. So. Just know that it is completely okay for you not to work at all during the winter break, which means you can leave anything school related at school and not have it sit in your corner and sort of beg you to work on it over the break. And you can just have two weeks free of work. Maybe you should consider that your challenge. So the other thing I want you to consider is during these next two weeks, you know, consider the idea of possibly taking a social media detox over winter break. And I actually did a social media detox back in October for about a week. I took a week and I literally deleted, you know, Instagram from my phone. I think I had a couple of posts that were scheduled, but I deleted Instagram from my phone. I deleted Facebook from my phone and I gave myself just a time to be away from it. And, you know, it was so good for me. I just felt, I don't know, like light and free and just not worrying about social media. And it's funny because... You know, there are so many great things that come as a result of Instagram and Facebook and social media. And, you know, I have made so many great connections and friends and I love connecting with the teachers in my audience and I love getting inspired and I love seeing, you know, what teachers are doing and I love hearing and celebrating wins. But even with all of those great things, social media can also create some negative feelings. And these are things that I have felt. Maybe I'm alone in these, but I also hear these from other friends of mine. But, you know, it's like social media can often make you feel less than because you see other people's classroom decor or Christmas decorations or even gifts that people have gotten. You know, social media can make you feel left out. It can make you feel lonely and isolated, which is funny because it's meant to connect us. You know, I think a lot of times it can make you feel like a failure because you hear what other people are doing or have done or accomplished and you're like, I haven't done that. Or I think a real sort of like danger or harm with social media over a break is the fact that social media can push us into A work mode, you know, even if you're just like, I'm just scrolling for the fun of it, you know, I'm just looking, all of a sudden you might see ideas for, you know, an upcoming lesson or unit or read aloud or books or whatever it is or something that somebody is doing. And you're like, oh my gosh, I should do that too. I need to be doing that too. So even if you're intending to take a break, just by sort of seeing what else is happening, especially in the teacher space, you can be accidentally pushed into work mode. And if you are wanting to take a break, then consider taking a break from anything that would remind you of work, social media included. And the other thing that I think just to be mindful of is that social media can be a huge time suck. I mean, I am constantly surprised at how often I will pick up my phone and start mindlessly scrolling and, you know, thinking I'll just look for a few minutes on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, like 45 minutes is gone. And I'm like, I could have been reading, I could have been walking, I could have called my mom on the phone, you know, and maybe a detox isn't right for you. Although I would really encourage you to take like some time away. But I want you to think about, you know, how do you typically respond to social media? You know, what is your emotional response to it? How does it typically make you feel? How much time does it take in your life? And then think about if you want those things during the break, you know, do you want to feel that sort of way? Do you want it to take up the same amount of space that it does in your schedule? And if not, then feel free for a couple of days, at least, you know, delete the app from your phone, turn off the notifications, silence the app or whatever. I think there's a way that you can limit the settings to where you won't even be notified of things that are going on. And like I said, I think even just for a couple of days, it can be so good just to sort of like have that separation from it. So I would definitely encourage you to take a social media detox, at least for a little bit over winter break. And then the other thing I want you to think about doing is, or actually this is something you should think about not doing. But try not to make a massive to-do list, either personally or professionally. And this is definitely something that I still struggle with because, again, I have this idea that a long break or a vacation is my time to catch up. You know, and anytime I had a break from school or even now if I'm going on vacation, you know, or taking time away from work, it's like, okay, great. I am going to be so productive. I'm going to use this time because I'm not working To get all of these things done. And I'll be like, I'm going to deep clean my house and I'm going to clean the windows and I'm going to meal prep for the entire month of January and I'm going to organize my closet and take a bunch of clothes to Goodwill and I'm going to read two books and I'm going to lesson plan for the entire month and I'm going to write letters to my friends and family and I'm going to walk every single day and I'm going to do all of these things, you know. But ultimately, I would make this really huge list and kind of one of two things would happen. Either my list, I would do the things on my list and would be completely exhausted or I would not do the things on my list. And I would feel really depressed because I had these plans and I didn't get them done. And then I would feel like a failure. So neither of which were really helpful for me. And especially if you want your goal during this break to be rest and recharge, then just avoid making those massive to-do lists. And rather than you know saying, I'm going to do all of these things, either professionally or personally, give yourself the space and the freedom to every day think about what do I want to do or what do I feel like doing without having any pressure or expectation. Literally let yourself decide in the moment how you want to spend each day of your two weeks off. And again, maybe you're thinking, okay, this all sounds great, but I actually have work I have to get done or I have these obligations, you know? So maybe you make a small to-do list or maybe you at least give yourself like two or three days where there is nothing on your to-do list. So if you can't avoid a to-do list for the entire break, then at least for part. Of the break, give yourself some space where you're not putting any obligations or any events or anything. And you literally just have the time to think about what do I feel like doing? What do I want to do? And kind of ask yourself, when was the last time that you had the time and the space to genuinely ask yourself, what do I feel like doing today? And then getting to follow through with that, which kind of leads me to my last tip, which is during your break, I would encourage you to do the things that you love doing. Be intentional about this. And if that means that you want to spend your entire break in your pajamas watching cheesy Christmas movies on Netflix, then do that. You know, if you love going to the spa or getting your nails done or going to get a massage plan for an indulgence day, you know, if you're like, man, I miss my friends, you know, and I want to connect with them, then plan to meet up with friends for coffee or sleep in or take a nap or, you know, go for a hike, whatever it is plan on doing the things that really, really bring you joy during this holiday break. And I think it's so important for you to really consider and think about what does bring me joy, what lights me up. First of all, because you deserve it. You deserve to feel all the joy and all the happiness over the next two weeks. And also, I mean, I know that so many teachers have been pouring and giving out of a place of almost like there's nothing left for you to give, and yet you keep on giving. You keep on pouring into your students. And this is your chance during the next two weeks to fill up your cup to refuel, to recharge. And instead of constantly giving and giving and giving, you get to give back to yourself and you get to give yourself the things that you need to feel joy and to feel happiness again. So do the things that you love, do the things that really bring you joy. And if whatever you're doing during the break doesn't bring you joy, don't do it. Like seriously, just be intentional about pursuing opportunities for joy over this break. So that's all I wanted to share this week, I guess. Just some things for you to keep in mind as you go into this break know that I am wishing you the absolute best, most relaxing break ever. I really hope that you are able to rest and recharge. You 100% deserve it. And of course, I can't wait to hear all about it. But in January, when we all return from the break, of course, I will have a podcast episode coming up next week. But please don't feel obligated to listen to it. I want you to have time to rest and recharge. It will be there on the website for you to listen to in January when you're back at work. And again, have a very wonderful holiday break. You seriously are amazing and so incredible. And I'm so inspired by just how hard you work. And like I said, I want this break to be filled with joy and happiness for you. So have a great break and I'll either see you back here next week or next year.